the year Universal Century 0092. Neo's young, led by a familiar face, sends a group of special forces to Earth, led by Frederick Braun, on a vital mission. The Dogs of War manga was penned by none other than mangaka Kondo Kazuhisa and was published in 1988. This will be the basis of Season 4 for the Gundam Book Club. Spoiler alert, as always. It features events between Double Zeta Gundam and Shars Karatak, so if you haven't seen these shows yet, then please be warned. It has been more than 10 years since the Battle of Abawaku. One important piece of data was analyzed from a hack of a former Xeon central computer at the abandoned lunar base of Granada. Several nuclear warheads were buried in a mining base controlled by Maku base several miles underground on Earth. The Neo-Zeon army sent a special mobile suit team to the mine site under the jurisdiction of the Earth Federation to obtain the missiles before the Federation can discover them first. Winter of Universal Century, 0092. So we reached the end of another Universal Century manga by looking at the Dogs of War manga by Kondo Kazuhisa. Just as a wrap-up of what we've done so far in Season 1, we looked at my favorite side story of Gundam and Gundam Sentinel. Season 2 so far is a one-shot episode that looked at my top 5 gunpla that I've built. At some point, I'll probably look at other gunplas I've made since that episode. Um, this actually was also made into a YouTube episode, so you can definitely check that out if you like. Season 3 was our first foray into the work of Kondo-san, looking at the revival of Xeon. Lieutenant Braun at the time was tasked with helping some former Xeon remnant forces evacuate from the surface of Earth in anticipation of the events to come in uh, 0093. So in regards to the Dogs of War, it's a lead up to the events of Char's counterattack. Char wanted to pollute the Earth and make it even less inhabitable to make humanity advance by forcing them to migrate to outer space. Neo Xeon want to smuggle nuclear weapons from Makuve's mine from the One Year War. They were to place these warheads on Fifth Luna and Axis during the asteroid drop operations. I guess dropping an asteroid or two was enough for Shar and the Neo Xeon. I have to say I enjoyed getting into these manga and translating to the best of my abilities. And when I say translate, I mean along with some online help in Google Translate. I've owned these manga, uh, this manga rather, in the Bible of Xeon for years and have looked at the images, but I didn't really try to read them and my understanding of Japanese at the time was lower limited. I didn't understand what was going on, but I was drawn into the grimy nature of the artwork. Um, it does not show mobile suits in a pristine state. Um, they are more like an old car with hundreds of thousands of miles of use. It's also typical uh, that they did not highlight or feature new types, but focus on a less than glamorous life of soldiers. Actual soldiers not children that were forced to defend the colonies, families, and loved ones, or face death. That said, if I were to compare these two manga, I would say I prefer the revival of Xeon. I've not seen uh, the first manga where Frederick Brahm was first introduced in the manga Operation Burdon, Universal Century 0079. If I can find it, I will eventually cover it. It was cool to see some forgotten designs that did not get a lot of love in the main continuity or as gunpla. We talked a little about one of them in particular, the Mark III. Uh, that was a unit that resembles to me a Mark II uh, Hyakushiki hybrid. Also, the ridiculous G Commander that borrowed elements of the new Gundam with heavy weapon system, but made it even that much bigger, was absolutely insane. My only issue is that despite all the armor the G Commander had, the pilot presumably died during that nuclear blast. However, 
the armor was somehow able to shield Captain Baron, uh, Braun, rather. The one important question that I guess I would, should have to answer is, do I think this manga is canonical? There were no glaring issues from a continuity standpoint that would say it wasn't. I mean, I guess, of course, if you look at the G Commander as an exception in light of how New Gundam was developed uh, in terms of the movie. So, I would in mind, I would uh, consider this as part of the canon. I leave it up to you to decide to see what you guys think. Let me know what your takes are on social media or by email. I will be taking a bit of a hiatus to figure out what I'd like to do for Season 5. I am, however, so excited that I can't wait to savor Nina and Tom's take on Shark's counterattack. Season 4 Mobile Suit Breakdown should be coming out soon, and I will enjoy it whenever it drops. Not like they need a plug for me, but please check out their podcast if you don't know about it. It is such an in-depth look at the franchise that it's like doing or following a research project for a graduate school. I guess you could look at seasons 1, 3, and 4 of this podcast as a lead of the Shars Counterattack. If you live in the United States, it's available on uh, Netflix for you to check out if you've not seen it already. Please be sure to check out the Twitter page at Gundam Sentinel 2, Instagram at Gundam Sentinel Podcast, or Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Gundam Sentinel Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate and give a review on whatever means you listen to this podcast and tell your Gundam-loving Otaku friends to check it out. Until next time. <laughs>